IB Review. podcast is going to be about IB in general and just what we think of it and our, and our personal experience with it and maybe what they can do to make it, I guess, better for us to understand it. We have um, some guests like that, that I brought back here. We have Connor. Hi. And we have Richard. Hey, I, I didn't know you, you expected me to actually say something. Okay, it's <laughs> fine, it's fine. Yeah, I um, forgot we had to talk in this thing. Yeah, no, yeah, no worries. This, yeah, I thought this, I was just going to be playing Minecraft in the background. Yeah, it's just playing Minecraft in the background. Um, So, uh, IB, uh, I guess let's just go through like what it is. Should we talk about what it is? Just for like general background. Yeah, general background info. Because I don't think like most people know what IB is and because I think so our school is one of the only IB schools if not one of the few IB schools. Yeah. At least in, in terms of our district we're one of the only IB schools I think. We yeah. are in our district we are the only IB school. <laughs> okay, so IB stands for International Baccalaureate which is basically a program that a school can have that in a way replaces AP. Well, AP is still there. AP is still there, but like uh, a lot of the classes replace AP because of the limited amount of teachers. And basically, if you go through the whole diploma process, you can get a IB diploma, and that can help you if you're going like international schools. Yeah. But really, only if you're going to international schools. I mean, it'll make you more competitive. But it's also like, if you're not going to an international school, it's it's a it's a little too much work for what you actually get out of it. I agree. Yeah, so, I mean, I'm on, I'm on the actual website. It does say that it's, like, so it's a challenge students to excel in their studies and encourage both personal and academic achievement. So, I mean, I, I get their goal there, but at the same time, I feel like it's not, at least in, probably in all of our eyes, it's, like, a bit too much of a challenge. Like, we can probably, we can probably do it. If it's we, not if a challenge. They're beating us with a stick. Yeah. yeah. It's as simple as that, to be honest. A lot of the time, they spout that IB is for everyone, That's but, fine. like... The fact of the matter is, that doing a full diploma leaves average person with no time to do, you know, stuff that they enjoy. The like stuff that teens do. You yeah. won't have a normal high school experience if you do the exactly. IB. Yeah, like, some of you may, like, actually, like, go to school dances if you're doing IB and stuff like that, but at the same time, you probably have something due that's related to IB that's due way later than it should be, so you should probably shouldn't go. So, like, you kind of lose a social life in a sense, like, for me at least. I, I have some IB classes and uh, trust me like it's not it's not that it's not too difficult but like because the classes I chose were not like the harder IB classes for, for me personally so like the work I do is not that bad it's just that like I don't know it's, it's kind of I, I kind of like lose a bit of a social life and I know I'm doing this podcast right now and it's like oh you have a social life but like not really, because it's just it's part of like a schedule for me, where it's like I do a podcast and then boom, rest of the night it's either editing or homework. Part of the reason we're only doing this, doing this, is because like we're off from school. Yeah. Like if we if if it was a school day, I probably wouldn't have made it because I I have work, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Or, um, the, we're not saying in any like sense that IB is a bad program. IB, it does what it says it does. It challenges. The problem that. I have, at least in my experience, and I'm pretty sure a lot of other people have, is the fact that it was sort of peddled to us as something that was easier than it was. It was misleading. If that, it was very yeah. misleading, and it was very much we were very much coerced into doing it. Because 
because I remember like I I had we had a, uh, a school present or at least a class presentation not a full school presentation but it might have been like in other classes too but we had a like one presentation about IB in our sophomore year of high school yeah. and I mean it was my English class and they were like t- basically had like two students with like a video uh, interview about IB and what they think of it and like do they get a social life stuff like that but I feel like maybe if they're like actually on top of their game and they're able to like do all the IB stuff before they have all that work to do then I get it like how maybe it's probably like really good for them but I feel like some of it might have been just used to make IB sound really good IB is not for everyone and I don't say that in the sense that nobody like pe- there's certain types of people that can't do IB I'm saying that in the sense that like you c- not a lot of people will enjoy the program and most people will find it far too challenging for the level that they're at yeah. like you can do a couple of classes that you are on that level of but when you start piling up class after class that each assign hours of homework per night you start to lose the ability to do anything outside of school yeah no like i lost a sense of time because i go to school work and then i have like four hours of ib homework and like in these past two months the whole hours of sleep i've gone like or the most hours of sleep i've gone is six and that was today yeah. you know i i and like for me too like i i have like hours of ib homework and as much as i'm like a procrastinator i still get my work done but the problem with that is like i end up having to down like a five hour energy or two um, each every time I go to school, so I can be awake and focus on if I have an IB class that day, I'm gonna focus so I can focus on what I'm doing in the IB class, or just to be awake in general. Because I'm not one to seem like I'm one to teachers that seems like a really good student who actually like gets his work done. But then like recently, I've kind of like for the like the last month or the, this grading period of like the six week grading period, um, and that kind of hasn't been happening. Because, I, I don't know, it's just something with me, and it just ended up, like, not doing so well in some of my classes, but I have recovered, kind of. Yeah. I mean, do you have any, like, personal experience with IB in general? Like, when you're taking the class, I remember, Connor, you talked about, uh, I don't know if this podcast will be released before or after a certain podcast gets released, but you, talk, you talked about, you kind of forced your counselor to kick you out of an IB class. So, the thing about our school is that they have what they call a no-drop policy, which honestly is going to be sound it's going to sound really really stupid when i actually like spell out what it is basically you cannot drop any classes after the date of april 26th i think it's april this sometime in april it's mid april it's like mid april and i mean it's stupid because you don't know what you're getting yourself into with these classes right yeah. so yeah. like if you it turns out that you can't handle a class or something changes with your mental health or your life in general you can't drop these classes like at, even at the beginning of the school year unless you like really go at it well i mean one thing for me at least is like i was able to i mean you also had the option to not do the second year of an ib class which i did with one of my classes because it was just like a general struggle to do two projects in one like in a total of like a year or two yeah but yeah so come the start of the year and i'm like oh yeah i can handle and i only took two i only took ib language and literature and ib math i'm still in ib math that's not the problem the problem was ib language lit i feel that so as that keeps going my mental health like as the semester goes on my mental health takes a steep dive like it really was not good and i ended up turning to like 
really, you know, substance abuse and such, which was a huge mistake, and I'm glad I got out of that, but eventually, once I got myself clean, I went to my counselor, and I said, listen, I cannot do this class anymore, so, and around two weeks, because I had a presentation that I was doing, and, yeah. like, I couldn't morally, like, leave my team to just do the presentation without me, so I was like, in two weeks, I need to be dropped from this class, and they're like, sure, we can do that, come two weeks later, and they tried to force me to stay in the class for the rest of the semester, which means through finals, and I knew for a fact that I couldn't handle that, so I basically, it got, it basically got to the point where I said, either you don't, either you transfer me into English 3, or I will not be attending that class for the rest of the semester. And I, I was prepared to, like, take the consequences that came with that, like the zero. But I knew they also could get in big trouble for that. So, in a way, it wasn't my first choice of something to do, but in a way, forcing their hand got me out of that situation where my mental health would have just, like, crumbled. Mm -hmm. That class was way too hard for me. Yeah, like, for me, like, the first year was actually kind of, like, an easy Or the first... So. half the first semester was actually kind of an easy ride for me but like this semester i don't know i mean for some reason i think it was just me but like i struggled a little bit to do some work but right now i'm like trying to bounce back from that and i'm doing i think i'm doing pretty well but no, um not. yeah i'm not actually <laughs> but personally i think it's just like i get where you're coming from connor and i think i know your struggle i definitely know your struggle <laughs> but like for me at least i have a different like i guess view just on my experience because we're I mean overall like I don't know it's just going really well for me well not like well as in grades because my grade kind of tanked a bit in IB language and literature but um I haven't gotten that much help from anyone specifically like I got I mean my teacher like told me like hey um if there's anybody I can help out let me know but they haven't like tried to like force me to ask them for help you know yeah. they kind of just like opened up the opportunity for me and I haven't taken it because I'm not that one to kind of take certain opportunities sometimes but I'm trying to do that because it's all my get out of my comfort zone type stuff yeah. and all the IB classes are kind of out of my comfort zone because I'm one to not really be the one that's like hey I'm taking all these difficult classes because I can but like I'm taking all these difficult classes because like as much as I probably won't be able to do it I'm still able to do it and like I, I, I can do these classes still like I have a I have an A and a C or B right now in two of my IB classes and in my third IB classes a D. Definitely. I remember last year when I was in Lang and Lit, um, or I was doing marching band as well with Connor. Yeah. By by last year, he means last, last semester. semester. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. Last actual year, not last school year. Yeah. yeah. And we were doing um, marching band, and now it took a lot of my time, so I didn't have much time to do homework. And, you know, and our, like, teacher would give us like three or four pages of homework per night and she expects us to do like really good quality with so much quantity and it's just too much at one point I considered just dropping the class but I kind of just edged my way through like the semester and it's still a struggle now since uh, since marching band is over I picked up a job like I said and I still don't have much time to do anything yeah, and I feel like peddling the IB program, like, really, like, I'm trying to pick the correct word for this because I don't want to make it seem like the program is the bad guy. Here, a lot of the 
quote-unquote bad guy is like the administration and the uh the ib coordinator specifically giving misinformation and really downplaying what the program's actually like yeah and you know i feel like the problem being peddling it in a way to kids that are you know certain kids that like have to work to keep their families you know above sea level you know yeah they have to they have to maintain above, literally above a C average in order to keep their work permit. And by, like, making them think that IB is, like, that's something they're able to do, but then not, in yeah. a way, you can just, you could screw over people, and not only them, but their families as well. Yeah, I mean, like... That's a worst-case scenario. That's, that's, yeah, that, that's, like, kind of, like, a bit of, like, an over-Germanization, but, like, at the same time, yeah. that's a possibility. It's a possibility. It's one of those rare occurrences, but, like... You know, it's definitely possible to happen. We're not saying, like, we're not saying, like, oh, if you take IB and try to go to work, you're fucked. But, like, it, there's, like, that slim, like, what, 0.1% or to 1% chance that it'll happen. But it's it's all of a matter of kind of, like, what we're taught as in our sophomore year about IB compared to when we take it. Because I feel like we're completely different people when we take, when we go from sophomore to junior year. Because when we're, like, yeah, junior and seniors we become a comp- we're in that transitional year where it's like we're going to co- we're applying to colleges we're probably starting to drive we're probably getting a job yeah. and we're probably getting more independence you know so like we have all these tra- it's a big transition year and then you t- stack IB onto that you stack your IB classes you have to figure out how to balance mental your your mental state with your school life and, and your school classes and social and social yeah it's very interesting to me also how the school like i believe that the school like they don't want us to be mentally unhealthy but i feel like this is more also the administration than the teachers because most of the teachers at the school like actually care most of them actually want us to be happy and healthy the problem is the administration i feel doesn't get the same you know, view of the students because well, yeah, they're not working with them all. They're the trying time. to focus with like getting students to succeed in classes. Yeah, yeah. but success comes from like happiness, happiness, and, and a, a stable mind. And yeah, exactly. Happiness comes. Happiness and success comes from a healthy state of mind. So not being able to have a healthy, stable, you know, mental state leads to sort of more failure. In a way, not yeah. like total failure, but it—you don't put out quality work. Yeah. I'm sorry, that was probably really rambly. I'm sick. No, I got you, man. It's, like, no, we got it. You're saying like, with so um so many unstable like thoughts and everything, and you not being happy, it's hard to put out work like IB level work, and then again they they give you a lot of IB level work, and it's so hard just to keep up with everything, you know. I mean, I, I definitely get where, like, all of us are coming from because, like, and I can definitely tell it's kind of, like, a lot of us, we see, like, there's, like, two separate groups of people at school and when, like, the ones that are taking IB and ones that aren't. Maybe some that are, some maybe some that are kind of, like, mixing with each other, but prominently, you see the ones who are kind of, like, not doing IB classes, you can probably tell, but, like, that's, that's like, stereotyping, I'm sorry. Yeah. But, um, a lot of people that don't take IB, you can probably see them, like, kind of, like, socializing, having fun, stuff like that, but then the ones who are, ta- who are taking IB... They're just trying to focus on going to their class, asking the teacher for help, getting the work done, and kind of just repeats over and over again. And then there's some little bits where it's like, hey, let's have some fun or something like that. 
and then I mean same thing and then it could be vice versa too you know the ones who are not doing IB classes they're doing the same thing but it's like it's like you can see the significant differences in my opinion but then a majority of it is kind of like a mix of both sides yeah I mean for me at least the IB classes I don't feel like I'm learning at all I feel like I'm just trying to pass the class and I told it to my teacher and she said that it's a personal problem and that kind of just fucked me over oh my mentally. god yeah you can't say it's a personal problem and to someone who's visibly struggling and I feel like that leads into a completely different like topic but at the same time it's it's when when you can when when someone tells you like hey I feel like I'm just doing this for a grade I'm trying to like actually learn something because I feel like you want to actually learn something right yeah, yeah that's why I took the class like I'm motivated to learn. Like, I want to be a better writer because in my eyes, like, if I become a better writer and, like, if I could use words better, I could be more creative and that could, like, help me out with music, you know? Yeah. The stuff I'm actually trying to do. I feel I also had the same experience in a way when I tried to, before, like, switching out of IB Lang and Lit, I had a a meeting with some of my teachers for a 504 plan, which basically is, you know, assistance for people with like me with ADHD, because, you know, I hadn't had a 504 before because I didn't need it, but I thought maybe that would solve some of my problems with homework. And the Lang and Lit teacher basically just said, it's your fault for taking the class. Suck it up, buttercup. And that really, like, Maybe not exactly that, but it like, was. It, it was wasn't. Like, it was. It was, it was, it was, it was like a base. I mean, you're just kind of like trying to shorten. That it. was. It was just. That was it. a. It was a. A version of that, except like you know, a and lot more educational, more more professional, and a lot more. That they were like they were focused less on like accommodations and more on strategies for me, which I didn't need strategies because, I I needed less home. Yeah, when you're already trying to figure out strategies, you know. The thing is, like, um, when I told the my teacher about the problem, she's she said, "What can I do to help you?" But the thing is, like, you can't do something at the moment right there to help solve all my problems. Like, if I wasn't learning anything for six weeks, I'm not gonna immediately learn them in like a week or two, you know. Yeah. And also, you can't expect the you know, your students to know right off the bat what they need to do to help. The reason they're coming to you asking for it is because they don't know. They don't know where to go from there. If they needed, if they knew, they would tell you what they needed to do. Fuck. If they knew, they would know, they would like come up to you and say, hey, I'm struggling, this is what I need. But, you know, just asking them, what can I do to help, that's not, you don't expect a decent answer most of the time, because you and the student need to figure out oh, something that works together. And, you know, if that means assigning less homework, even to just that student, then that's what needs to happen, because yeah. a student's mental health always, always, always comes before grades. And I'm saying that with like there's no way around it a student's mental health always comes before education and that should be how it works even though it's not or if, if even if not at, even if not it should come before it it should at least be at the level of it if you feel yeah. like um 
I definitely get, I, I definitely see, like, where it's, like, assigning less homework. Um, my IB art teacher um, actually, like, uh, realized that I was kind of struggling, and I and she, like, told me, like, oh, yeah, do this, uh, do this, like, uh, Google Slides thing by the time we come back from winter break, okay? Yeah. So, winter break comes, it ends, and then it's kind of just, like, I, did, I was trying to start it, and I just look at it, and I'm like, I can't do this, because it's so much, I have so much to write about. So then, uh, she gives me a plan that I, I can I actually could fulfill. I haven't done the past three slides on, on it, but like I fulfilled a majority of it. So I'm trying to do it like by the time before I leave, um, before I leave um, during this because we're recording this on President's Week break. So I just want to let you guys know that like before I leave, I want to like actually like do this stuff. But this work I want to do. Um, she emails me and tells me when we're in class like, hey, um, do you see my email? And I was like, I was like, oh no, I didn't see it. And then she's like, uh, read it. And she told me that she developed the system where it's like, just do like one slide per week. And honestly, it's helped me because it help me, helps me, extends, extends my homework that I have to do and lessens it in a sense. So I can like spread my homework out a lot more. So it's like, oh, on this day I'll do, I'll do my IB history homework and I'll do like my math, finish that up. We're chilling, you know? And then like, I'll spend like the end of the week just like doing whatever I need to finish. That is what like a great te- like. I don't know the IB art teacher that you have, but from what you described, that's what the rest of them need to do. They need to, if somebody is clearly struggling, they need to offer something like that. Mm-hmm. And I mean, these experiences are coming from people that are taking what, like one or two IB classes. Yeah, I'm taking three. Okay, <laughs> just three or less. Yeah. But I mean, I feel like, yeah, we're doing a few IB classes, and then some of us are gonna, um, and maybe we'll do a second episode of this with some other guests about the diploma itself, you know? Um, because the diploma is definitely a different experience than the classes. Yeah, this is only, like, part of the, um, like, diploma. Like, this isn't even the full it's thing. It's, like, base level. Yeah, and it's already caused so much stress within the three of us, you know? Yeah. I don't personally know how it would, uh, it would be for people who are doing, like, the whole thing. Because I was going to do the whole thing, I planned it out in my sophomore year, and then by the time mid mid year of sophomore year, of, I don't know what the fuck I'm saying. Um, I kind of just dropped all the classes and picked up two, the IB Hoda and IB Lang and Lit. I regret IB Lang and Lit. I don't mind Hoda so much, you know. Oh yeah, because I mean the teachers like found a way to kind of make it seem more of like a better atmosphere. Yeah. Because I feel like a lot of the classes, I mean, just classes in general, I feel like it's very, uh, how do you say it? What's the, what's a verbalized version of systematic, systemized? I don't know. It's very structured. It's it's, it's structured. There you go. It's very, it's like, we're just like, kind of like in a system where it's like, all right, we'll do this, then this, then this, then this, then this, you know? And as much as I'm, I'm like, cool, that's how school works. Yeah. But with like our, with our IB Hoda teacher, I feel like she finds a way to make it like a better atmosphere and kind of make it so that we can kind of just like help each other out as much as like the work we get in there she's a really good resource to for one kind of just like be friendly and yeah. then like to help us in general yeah, yeah. i i have this sorry i have the same teacher as both of you uh for except i have her for u.s history which is the sort of thing below it and I can honestly say the same things, even though I don't struggle in that class, like you guys well, probably US history do. is probably easy. U.S. history is far easier than IB Hoda, and IB Hoda stands for History of the Americas. 
Um, but the t that teacher is just great. You know, there's a f so many teachers, like m the IB math teacher, the, you know, the IB Hoda teachers, like, they're just great. They're outgoing, and they do their uh, absolute best to keep their students happy and healthy. Yeah. Despite how, like, demanding these classes are. And then there's also some other teachers that just... You know, do the they just follow, they just follow what they, the school they, tells them to do, or they, like or what they their what their what lesson IB, plan um, tells them to do. Yeah, and they expect everyone to be the same level of like intelligence, or to have the same situation. When in reality, it's not that. Like, I appreciate our Hoda teacher, who take the time to find a connection with us, like, like as people, like a one on one. That um that way. It makes the class more enjoyable and survivable, even though it's such a hard class, you know? Yeah, no, I get where you're coming from. Like, I remember, like, she kind of, like, keep, like, even if we have, like, the big, like, bigger tests, like, paper, like, you know, we have, like, papers, you know? Yeah, like, our essays. Like, our, our it's big essays, basically. Um, I remember, I mean, it's not really, like, a education-related thing, but, like, she spelled my name wrong accidentally with, like, two L's, because my name's R-A-Y, my name's spelled R-A-Y-N-E-L-E, so I told her it's, like, one E. Or one, one L. So the next the next paper that we did when I rewrote it, I think, she wrote down Renel with one L, exactly how it was. And I was like, wow, that's, I mean, yeah, that's malicious compliance. But, like, I get, I mean, that's pretty funny. So, like, I, it was kind of just like, wow. I mean, she listened, and, I mean, she technically did it correctly. Yeah. She's technically right. So, I mean, I, I can help, I can help but, like, kind of, like, smile and laugh a bit. And then that kind of boosted my mood for the whole day. Yeah. Um... Right, real quick before we take an intermission, I want to say that we're not in any way saying that the teachers are even a, just they're they're a very small part of what makes the program or like make or breaks the program for somebody. Yeah. They have an influence on it, but it's also you know. But it's also us. It's yeah. not only is it the students themselves, but it's also the way the administration and the IB coordinator presents Talks it to it, us. Yeah. So, we're going to take a little bit of a intermission real quick, because I have to cough like a madman, because I'm also <laughs> sick a yeah. lot, yeah. but we'll be right back. Intermission, aka my sellout segment. Did you know this podcast is available on your favorite podcasting apps, such as Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Radio Public, and much more. Make sure you follow the podcast on Instagram, wydh.podcast, that's what you know here.podcast. And as well, email me, whatshownhere.podcast at gmail.com for, I don't know, anything. Questions, requests some topics, if anyone wants to sponsor me, you know? <laughs> um, I mean, that's kind of it. I do need questions for some future podcasts, such as my Love Relationships podcast, and um, possibly the Depression podcast is coming in in the future. Along with just general questions for questions and advice. Let's bring it back to the actual podcast now. Thank you. All right, welcome back um, from animation. So Connor, I mean, I mean, all of us actually agreed on this. Like, there's this one thing that we want to talk about. If Connor wants to like introduce it, I guess since he wants to talk about it. Um, so we sort of already went over what IB is and what the problems we see with it are. Um, and I kind of wanted to touch on how so many kids end up getting into this, despite all of the issues it has, yeah. and that's because the administration. Uh, in terms of like the counselors and 
when I say administration, I'm not talking about people like the principal and vice principals. Well, I guess the vice principals sort of play a little bit of a role in it. But uh, I, I'm talking stuff like counselors, the IB coordinator that we have, that's specifically for IB, and the way they present what the IB program is, not only to freshmen, but to also sophomores who are going into it. Um, yeah. Basically, to summarize it, it's just like how they sell it to us. Yeah. Is what we want to talk about. Yeah. Um, and I might use a lot of charged language in here, like peddled or, you know, coerced. Um, take that all with a grain of salt, because what I'm going to be saying is going to be my experience. Yeah. And I just want to get that out of the it's, way. It's, yeah, it's going to be based on his experience, because all of us have kind of different viewpoints on IB, of course. So there's going to be, I mean, some of us might use more charged language than others. Some of us might just like talk good about it than others. Some of us might talk bad about it more than others. But like, it's overall. I guess almost three different experiences of IB, you know? Yeah. Um, so, really, like, they sold IB as this great program that everybody who's, you know, all, who is, you know, advanced in middle school should sort of strive for. And it's like, they peddled it as kind of a just a high-level class, mm -hmm. where it's so much more than just a high-level class. Um, which I kind of have a problem with. They really downplayed how much work and effort each individual class is. They said that the diploma as a whole would be, you know, difficult, but they said nothing about the vast amounts of homework. Or just each class separately. Each class that each class separately had. They said you'd have a couple of hours of homework at night, but they never said having like two hours per class, for example. Yeah. Yeah. Um, some classes do have that much some homework. Cla some classes do have that much homework. Some classes, like IB Math, have no homework. It's It depends on the class. And teacher. Cause in and IB, teacher, yeah. And IB Langlet, we have two different teachers. One gives us so, lots of homework, and the other gives us uh, like, very minimal. Like, right? Well, not very minimal, but like maybe like under the level of homework that you, that you get in your Langlet class. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I, I kind of have a problem with the way they sort of misrepresent what it actually is and the way they spout that IB is for everybody and anybody can do IB, yeah. where no, not everybody can do IB. There, IB is for a very select group of people, not because that, you know, because you, of your race, gender, ethnicity, any of this stuff is a reason you can't do it. It's because... Very few people have the work ethic and the drive and motivation that they can keep up for two years to do the full diploma. Yeah. And I wish they, instead of peddling that it was for everybody, they actually, like, were upfront about it so that people actually knew what they were getting into. Yeah, I mean, they. I feel like part of it is that they promote it so that more people would do it and they would still have the program just to see that they have the program you know and what else was i gonna say oh I, I feel like they sorry yeah i feel like they part of the reason they are so coercive about this program is just honestly to get their numbers up yeah because i i have a very hard time believing that money doesn't play a part in it and statistics like as in how many kids in your school are part of it. Mm -hmm. yeah, I see what you're trying to say, kind of. 
Um, I mean, schools definitely care about money, you know? I mean, that's, like, one of the new things that it needs to do to keep funding for the education. Yeah. Yeah. I feel also that, you know, there's better ways to go about that because not only are you, like, coercing them into doing something that is far harder than you explain and tell them it is, but you also trap them in there by having the no-drop policy. And that can lead to big problems, depending on the person. Like, yeah. Raynell and... I'm not trying to, like, moan for sympathy. I'm just using examples. Raynell and... Richard. Rick, fuck. <laughs> Raynell and Richard don't, like, they haven't... They've been stressed, yes, but, like, you know, compared to, like, last semester where I spiraled into a huge depression with, like, substance abuse and, like anger and all this bad stuff and now I don't want sympathy for that it's just like an example to show that the effects of something like this varies person to person yeah yes because like it varies on like I mean because everyone has a different work ethic and everyone has a different like strive in doing things and different systems and how they do work so I feel like a lot of it is kind of like when I mean when we get like told that like hey, I be my be I might be for you because you're succeeding. Uh, like it's not gonna like be a hundred percent true, you know. Just because you're succeeding doesn't mean you're gonna succeed in IB. Yeah. Or like, you're not stressing about it. Yeah. Like yeah. I got told by my uh, world history teacher because I was doing really well in the class. Like um, he recommended me to do IB Hoda, and I was like, oh, what is it? And then he explained it to me, and then even my counselor was like, you should do IB Hoda, and then I asked I asked about it, explained it to me. I didn't get explained a lot, but at the same time, I was like, oh, just, I mean, I got influenced to really take it, because there were people, like, being like, hey, um, you should do IB Hoda, you know? So, I mean, I feel like it's a lot of people being, like, pressuring you to do it, and it's kind of just, like, your peer pressure, you know? Yeah, peer pressure yeah. always forces you to do things, in it's, that sense. Yeah, I'm sorry. But I, I kind of want to sort of piggyback off of that by saying not only does the administration and, you know, programming pressure to do it but also your friends who have also been like fed this misinformation are also telling you to do it in a yeah. way uh but also your parents could be telling you to do it and you know pressuring you to do it and then also your own internal voice could be pressuring you to do it and yeah. that's the combination of all of that is very unhealthy and i want to mention like maybe there's some students like people that are either a higher class than you that are like oh yeah this class is actually good you know and maybe because like they did good work or something like that and like they were like really good in the class really proficient because of who they are as a person and their like work ethic but then also some of that could actually be true like you know not not like all of them are going to be true but some people there's like a small percentage where it's like hey i took this ib class it's actually good you should maybe take it because it's not that hard yeah know? and there's some people that are like that and maybe they don't have good work ethic and that might be the most true response there no, like, I would say IB is more towards the dedicated and, like, straight-A student, like, prodigy-type kids. Yeah, the stereotypical nerd. Yeah. In a way. If you're, like, an average B student, it's going to be rough. Because, mm -hmm. you know, I, I'm not average B student, you know. Occasionally, I'd get um, a couple A's here and there, and I've... At times, for these advanced classes, I've settled for C's, you know, because it's a lot to take in. And I wanted to 
men talk about like the parenting pressuring pressuring you because like that's definitely been the case with me and like I want to drop these classes but I can't because if I did that home life would be harder you know so it's all about like basically what I'm trying to say is the school and pressures you to do it your friends pressure you to do it household and then it comes to the point where like you feel like you have to do it like it's like it's a requirement you know yeah so I mean there's definitely people that make it sound like a requirement but it's definitely not yeah I feel like sort of we sh really should wrap up real like we probably should wrap up Semi-ish. I mean, yeah. But like, sort of to tie. Let's let's just summarize everything. Yeah. Tie everything to together. Tie everything together. Really, IB is not for everyone. IB is for a group of, you know, people who want to do it and will continue to want to yeah, do it. Yeah, or who likes a challenge and can do challenges. You know, it's not even just a challenge. It's yeah. like it's way more than that. I mean, it's a lot more. It's it's definitely more like a big obstacle. Yeah, but like, you have to have the time, and like dedication dedication to it and you have to be okay with the fact that there's going to be a lot of things that you can't do because yeah. of it like certain sports because your schedule doesn't work out with your homework yeah. unless you somehow are that type of person who can play a sport and deal with homework relating to the night like if you're one of those night owls that might make that might work for you you know but like majority of the time most people aren't like that i think well yeah but then that doesn't even work because yeah even if you're a night owl, you still start at seven twenty in the morning. Yeah, well, that's if you have first period. Yeah. That's that's. But the, uh, the IB requires you to have a first period because of. Uh, TOK. TOK. Yeah. Theory of knowledge. Yeah. But or even yeah. if you have a job, you're gonna sacrifice your sleep. And I think it's normal for students to sacrifice their sleep, but even with IB, um, you're. I feel like you're gonna lose more hours, and maybe that might be okay with you because you you maybe sleep like three to two hours, three to four hours a day. Maybe. <laughs> but um, a majority of the time, you just you're just deteriorating yourself. Yeah. So I mean. Yeah, and then also, the fact really the big thing is that the faculty needs to stop pushing us onto kids who have no idea what they're getting into, and you have to actually inform them about what they're getting into and how that's going to affect them. Yeah, and maybe and maybe we've maybe they've done that already. But we probably haven't been like emphasized about it. Yeah, they haven't. They haven't told. Really, they haven't changed from what I've seen any of much of their approach in how they you mm -hmm. know sh sh represent IB. Yeah. So okay, before I mean, so, since we're gonna wrap it up here, we're definitely doing a part two. You know. Yeah. We're definitely gonna get some. If you're an I, if you're listening to this and you're an, you're an IB diploma student and is okay with talking about doing the IB diploma, please, you know who I you know who I am. Hit me up. If not, a dumb, I'm not going to sell out yet, but it's wydh.podcast on Instagram or my email, which you don't hear, .podcast at gmail.com. Um, please um, let me know in any of those platforms, or if you know me personally, you can always ask me, because um, I want to see a different perspective on what the IB diploma is like, because we have no knowledge about the IB diploma. We just got told about it and what it contains. Yeah, We're only taking a few classes where we need somebody's perspective on the entire diploma. Yeah. So, um, you have something to say, Richard? Yeah. Like, final point? Like... I just want to say something, like, in case the school does see this, and they confront us about it, like, we're saying this to give our honest opinion about your program, 
and about how school life is really like with that program. You know, you may ask us, why didn't we just go up to you, like, up front about it. thing is, like, we have done so, and we've gone just Big shut down. responses. Yeah. You haven't changed anything in a way. Really, not even in a way. Like, you had, we've gone to you with your concerns, yeah. and nothing's changed. Yeah, and this is not, this is not meant to be a direct attack towards our school or any of the schools that introduced the IB um, program in there, but we're just giving you a better, we're, we're giving you a suggestion of a better way to structure it because of our views and what we, and our personal experiences. Yeah. Yeah. Connor, do you have any, like, final point you want to add? Like, any just advice to, I don't know, IB students or people, or people who are trying to introduce the IB system? Um, or people who already have it? In general, not even just for people who are going into IB, but something that, I want to say something that really helped me with my expectations of myself, which IB students definitely should hear. You should always give your 100% every day, all the time. However, your 100% is going to be different than yesterday's, and it's going to be different than tomorrow's. Preach. It's, you can't expect yourself to do better than you actually can. Yeah. And remember that, and don't expect yourself to do any more. Richard, same thing. Same, same like question. Like, any advice to IBC and people who are going to take it, or even um, to people, to schools introducing it or already having the IB program in there? Um, for students, I'd say don't sacrifice your happiness or mental health for this program. Yeah, unless you're ready. Yeah. I don't know, man, because, like, <laughs> things, I, it's, I'd rather be taking a standard class and being happy than being suicidal or depressed and taking IB, you know? Yeah, because that begins a whole different story, you know? Yeah. Uh, for I mean, how about like in terms of just schools introducing it or already having it implemented? What like in terms of just like, you know, that in general. Um, for schools introducing it, definitely look out, um, or look for ways to help out the student directly, rather than just saying, oh, you could do this, do this, like giving them false information. Yeah. And for schools that already have it or introducing it give them the correct information about the program and you know just be honest about what it entails mm -hmm. up for me at least for the students just like remember that if you're gonna if you're already taking one like that's I mean that's good on, that's on you just make sure you can find the balance between your you're keeping your mind fresh and healthy to uh doing the work it's people who are going to take it uh be prepared for a heavy workload and be prepared to also do the same thing where you balance your mind and uh school because if your mind is healthy then school should be not a breeze but it should be a smoother road yeah um if your school introducing it don't just look at the positives you know because i remember when you had our presentation about it we looked, we looked at two interviews by IB diploma students or just IB students in general, and they like they talked about how they had this and they had that, and they had to, like a, like they had a social life and they could do work and stuff like that. But if you're if you think about it, they're probably using the students that are, um, what is it? Uh, uh, that one percent are succeed. Yeah, the very successful like future, like type of kids, and if you already have it. Just provide services to help people refresh their minds or even just, like, have more services that 
are like tutors, you know, like just have more of those. Yeah. I can help you out because I feel like a lot. Some people can explain things a lot better one on one than to a whole group of people. Definitely. Yeah. So um, I guess that's it for the podcast. Uh, let's roll the outro right now. Um, no, actually, stop the outro. Um, what you don't hear dot podcast at gmail dot com. podcast on Instagram. That's what you don't hear dot podcast. Please ask me any questions that you have or any suggestions for topics. Um, one more thing, we have a love and relationships podcast coming up soon. Hopefully, I'm not sure yet, but um, please send me questions. I've only gotten one question about love and relationships, so that in case like me and my guest or guests talk about a certain thing, we miss that. We miss out on that. Maybe we can move on to those questions and stuff like that. And uh, yeah, I guess I think that's it. Uh, we're available on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, all I've that stuff. Said all this. I know, but yeah, Shut I up. need to sell out. Roll the outro. Already.